0: This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. You're listening to TGI Sports Talk with your host Keith Angle on Northeast Streaming Sports. Everybody, Keith Angle, TGI Sports Talks, College Sports Huddle. How are you tonight? We're live right here on TGI Sports Talk. We're here on Northeast Streaming Sports. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We're also going to be on Roku tomorrow at noon. So you'll see this just as the NCAA games are tipping off tomorrow. So, great time to be a college sports fan, right? Guys, we're going to cover a lot tonight. We're going to get into the brackets. We're going to talk first about some snubs and some seating. maybe a couple seating issues. I don't have a lot of problem with the bracket, to be honest with you. Um, I missed one. When I was doing my final uh, Sunday, and I believe I'm correct, you know, other than the automatic bids, um, I think I, I missed one at-large team with my final picks. I'm not saying I picked all 68 teams in the tournament. Don't get me wrong. But I missed out because I thought Texas A&M was in getting into the final in uh, the SEC. They did not. Likely forced out. Oh, well, maybe not. I thought they were forced out by Richmond winning over Davidson in the A-10. But Virginia Tech certainly hurt some teams as well. We'll talk about a few teams. I don't think anybody's really got a gripe. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening, Alan. How are you tonight? Good to have you with us. Uh, I'm a little under the weather, guys, so bear with me. A little surgery this week, and I'm slowly on the rebound. I may have to take a quick break at some point. Um, Tonight, at least one, possibly two. We'll see. They'll be short if we have to do them. And um, and am Alan's uh, thinking a and got snubbed big time. You know, Alan, I'm not so sure. We'll talk about that in a second. I got a bigger problem with Tennessee seeding, to be honest with you, than a getting snubbed. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some sleepers. We'll talk about some overrated teams I just do not like. Alan, you won't like one of them, maybe two of them. <laughs> um. We'll also talk about... Uh, We'll go through the we'll go through the tournament. We'll go through the, the brackets and and hopefully go game by game, at least region by region. I'll give you my picks and uh, share my bracket. Alan, go to uh, TGI Sports Talk and click the link. Get in our bracket challenge. There's only four of us in there right now. Kenny Gifford, when you come in, if you're not here now, your bracket's incomplete. I can't tell what the issue is, but it is in- incomplete. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, I think we got four people entered there so far. Just some fun. I, I've got a couple of real live brackets uh, that are very similar to the one. I, I got at least one bracket in a paid uh, paid pool uh, that's very similar to the one I'll show tonight and I'll go through. Arkansas was my big sleeper pick. You know, I think they're still going to win a couple of games, but I've soured a little bit. We'll see. Well, Alan, go fill out your bracket and we'll talk about those picks as we go through tonight. You can give me your final four right now if you want, but we're going to go through some other stuff. If we have some time, we'll get into some other news, some coaching carousel stuff. uh, And uh, we got a lot of time to look at that if we don't get into it tonight. So, again, bear with me tonight, guys. I'm a little under the weather, starting to fight my way back uh, to uh, normal. And uh, hopefully, (laughs) we'll survive the evening here. Uh, Let's see. So, anyway, the time. Of year is finally here. We want to keep an eye on tonight. Let's let's take let's take a quick look at let's t- let's talk about the snubs real quick. Alan thinks that Texas A and M got snubbed. I, I had said Sunday on the stream of consciousness show that I thought A and M had gotten into the to the field by reaching the SEC final. As it turns out, they were the fourth team out. I think they were behind Oklahoma. Dayton and SMU. I think we're all ahead of Texas A&M in the in the first four out. I thought Indiana or Michigan would be would be out, and both got in. So nine teams out of the Big Ten. Um, but all these teams, you know what? You know, I I, I can't really say. You know, Richmond winning, Virginia Tech winning. I don't think Virginia Tech was in unless they'd won the, uh, you know, won the ACC. Um, so Richmond and Virginia Tech knocked two of those teams out. If you go by uh, what what we're seeing, it was probably Oklahoma and SMU, but it could have been Texas A&M. Texas a and probably got the biggest gripe of teams that got that got left out in my mind. Uh, SMU, I mean, look, at they did have some big wins over Houston, but I think Houston's overrated this year. I mean, Calvin Sampson, Calvin Sampson's done a really good job there in, in revigorating that, that program. But I think this year they're a bit overrated. I think Memphis is the best team in that conference, and I think Memphis will win at least a game, if not a couple. Good evening, Rick. Good to see you. Bracelets. <laughs> My bracket's done. We'll go through my bracket tonight, guys, just so that we don't. uh, You know, my Arkansas, TCU, Auburn, and Baylor is a wild bracket for sure. Um, I don't think any of those teams will make it. Even though I've got Arkansas plus 8,000, I don't think they're getting by Gonzaga. I think they got a really bad draw. And they can't put the ball in the basket all of a sudden. So we'll see. I may – we'll see. I just don't think I can get them to the final. I can't think, I don't think I can get them by Gonzaga. So who else? Does SMU have a gripe? I don't know. Two teams get in from the American. I don't know that they deserve a third seed, to be honest with you. Um, who else are we talking about? SMU, we talked about, sorry, Texas A&M, 23-11, 9-9 in the SEC. Had a good run. Buzz Williams had a nice, uh, has done a great job there. Um they did have four quad one wins. They had a nice run through the the SEC tournaments we talked about. So they they ran into the buzzsaw that is Tennessee right now. And I did think they were in. I thought either Indiana or Michigan would be out. And it's quite possible Michigan or I'm sorry Richmond or Virginia Tech knocked them out of this tournament. Who else? BYU? I don't think so. You don't have a great BYU fans. Um, Oklahoma, look at if they'd won. If they'd gotten to the final, they may have gotten in. If they'd gotten to the Big Twelve final, they didn't do that. They played a. They played really well in the tournament, Um, but you know, fell just short. As it turns out, Wake Forest, you can't lose in the first round to a bad Boston College team and expect to get into the tournament. So, Wake Forest fans, you got to quit your complaining. Dayton, same thing. You might have had a shot if Richmond. Well, you went out too early. You lost to Richmond in, in the in the tournament. We did not have a good team this year. Richmond's had some good teams through the years. The A tens to me one of the most underrated leagues in the country, on the basketball side of things. But you can't you can't lose early in that tournament to Richmond. So you can say Richmond in in, you know, in some sense kept Dayton, kept Oklahoma, kept Wake Forest, kept SMU, kept Texas A&M out of the tournament. A combination of Richmond and Virginia not out all of those teams because obviously you know but again, how about teams that got in? So forget all Richmond and Virginia Tech, they won their tournaments, they should have got in. But how about teams that did get in that that maybe Oklahoma, maybe Texas A&M Maybe Wake Forest had a gripe over. I would say Texas A&M belongs in a tournament over SMU or uh, Iowa State. No doubt in my mind. Do I go that far with SMU? I'm not sure. Again, given the 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 way I have it, I I, again when I say I only miss Texas A&M. I said I didn't think Ohio, Iowa State belonged in a tournament, but I thought they'd be in. So you can't really say I had it wrong. Oklahoma did win their first NIT game. Watch out for this team next year. Porter Mosher's got to go in there, I think, uh, and a great, great confidence builder through that uh, Big Twelve tournament. So again, Iowa State—I'm <clears throat> sorry, Iowa State—is one team that I would have out of this tournament, um, and have maybe Texas A&M in. I might have an SMU in, not Oklahoma because again they don't fit my criteria. When you finish seven and eleven in the conference, but maybe Dayton, maybe Wake Forest. Who else would I who would I would lay this to? Maybe Indiana. Mike Woodson's done a great job there, but under five hundred in their conference, nine and ten. That might be it, though, guys. <clears throat> That might be all I have that I can say shouldn't get in. What was uh, TCU's record? TCU was playing too good down the stretch not to get in. Again, knocked off a couple of top contenders in the uh, Big 12 tournament. So there's no way they were not getting in this tournament. I just want to see what their record was in their conference. 8-10. and So, again, you know, I could say TCU could be out and Texas A&M or SMU or Wake Forest should be in. I don't like this under five hundred in your conference getting in the tournament. Just me. That's just me. Uh, Notre Dame, maybe, maybe. I'm not, Again, I'm not. I'm not saying. I wouldn't say Notre Dame should be out before Iowa State, though. Uh, Alan, I just wouldn't do that. You know by now how I feel about this. Conference play's got to mean something, and right now it doesn't. Yeah, Notre Dame is playing tonight later on in the uh, playing game. Well, they're actually in the tournament. Right? I guess they don't technically call it a playing game, uh, but for all intents and purposes, it is. Uh, right now, uh, the in the other first four matchup is what the. Uh, oops, hold on. Right State is play, playing Brian. I'm trying to get to that score. me, 26, excuse me, 26-24 right now. Wright State over Bryant in a battle of 16 seeds. Later on, a battle of 11 seeds. Notre Dame will play Rutgers. I like Rutgers in that game, by the way. John DeLong is with us tonight. Hello, John. Haven't seen you in a couple weeks. (laughs) As an LSU, he likes it when Texas A&M gets snubbed. You know, LSU didn't play well down the stretch, fired their coach. I think LSU wins a game. I like them over uh, Iowa State, another team I don't think should be in the tournament. I do like LSU over uh, Iowa State in the first round uh, with with Will Wade out and their interim coach in. Um, I think this team might have a little, little renewed step, uh, vigor, and tap uh, in their step, let's say. So we'll see about that. Um, sleepers. We talked about Arkansas. Problem is Arkansas gets a bad, a really bad, I thought, draw getting in uh, Gonzaga in in the uh, Sweet 16. St. Mary's. You're going to see I get St. Mary's, I believe, going to the regional final. TCU, I think I've got winning a couple games, at least one. Uh, But they're a team that could surprise some people in a tournament. Um, And there's others. Vermont could give Arkansas a run for their money in the first round. Arkansas has got trouble putting the ball in the, in the basket. They're very athletic, very good in the open court, but trouble putting the ball in the basket. John's more excited about the LSU, uh, LSU girls team. Uh, you know, I have trouble. You know, I know the women's are big, and I did fill out a bracket this year because I want to win a truck. Um, But I don't know. I try not to be... Uh, <sighs> I try not to be that guy, but I have trouble getting into the women's game. I don't know why. That's good basketball. Probably more technically sound than the men, probably, right? But um, I just can't get into it. Here's some teams that I think are overrated. I don't think I've got any of these teams winning a game. Ohio State, Houston, Iowa State, Texas, and Michigan State. I think these are five teams you could see go out. Early in the first round, early in the first round, meaning in the first round. You know, going back to my snubs a little bit, I kind of, I kind of messed up a little bit. Um, let me put a new banner up when I'm doing this because we're talking about sleepers. One thing I, I, I forgot to mention in my snubs is Tennessee. Tennessee wins a set Southeast Conference Championship tournament, the tournament, uh, tournament championship. Guys, I apologize. I'm still a little out of sorts after some surgery earlier in the week. And as I mentioned for you guys that may not have been here earlier, if I have to take a quick break, don't get nervous. I'll be right back. We'll put on a, we'll put on a a Nessa promo, and I'll be right back. Uh, it could happen once, maybe twice during the show. But we're on the mend, and uh, so I apologize as I try to struggle through this night. Big night though. Can't skip it. Tennessee, I got a problem. Why is they number three seed? I understand I can't knock them out. You know, I, I probably can't argue any of the one-seeds. Gonzaga certainly not the best team in the tournament, uh, number one-seeded team in the tournament. Kansas, I don't have a gripe with. Maybe Baylor could fall off that one line. Um, and I don't think Arizona should fall off it. But the twos, I'm putting Tennessee as a two. They're sixth in the country right now in the rankings. Or fifth, I'm sorry. I think it's their fifth, not that I think about it. Yeah, they jump all the way to fifth ahead of Villanova, ahead of Kentucky, ahead of Auburn, ahead of Duke. Every number two seed Tennessee's ranked above, and I would would make an argument that they're playing better than every one of those teams right now. Villanova, maybe not. Tennessee's playing great. Rick Barnes is doing a great job there at Tennessee. And I got Tennessee getting to the final of this tournament. Against Gonzaga, by the way. First guys do not walk it off. <clears throat> I'm working on it, Rick. <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh John says the women's game isn't as athletic as the men's, but I appreciate the playing. As I, you know, I I, I agree. I it, I don't know. My wife will probably say I'm a misogynist. I don't know, but um, <laughs> just me. I don't think it's a bad. Yeah, you know, it's good basketball. Someone on Twitter did a poll and I projected brackets before the brackets came out and more people had the Vols winning the whole tournament than the other team. I'm not surprised. They're, they're playing some of the best basketball in the country right now. They really are playing very well. Uh, they're playing as good as Kansas. They beat Kentucky twice in the last couple of weeks. So... You know, and and they went, they kind of rolled through the uh, SEC tournament. They had one game, I think, that was maybe a seven point game, but everything else seemed to be a pretty good victory for Tennessee. And Tennessee's done a great job. So, again, I think you're going to see some of these teams go out, out early. And I think what we're going to do, don't want to look at these. Yeah, we'll leave that out. Let's go through the bracket. I'm going to bring up my bracket. <clears throat> And I'm going to hope you guys can see this. So I'm going to go through this pretty much game by game right now. I'm going to come back. I'll, c- I'll come back periodically for you guys' um, comments. But I'm going to do my bracket. I'm going to have to be off the uh, – I won't be seeing the comments, so I will come back. I think you guys can see this okay. You can let me know uh, how that's coming across on the screen. But I'm going to go down uh, each – each one of these games, in each tournament, we're going to go quickly through some of them until we get to some of the, uh, you know, we'll stop at some of the ones we like. Gonzaga, I don't see anyway. Gonzaga obviously is not beating uh, 16-seeded uh, Georgia State. Mark Few's got a really good team. They're not as good as they were last year, but I think this could be Gonzaga's year. Gonzaga's played pretty consistent basketball. Their conference was was tougher than normal with three teams. I said three teams would get in uh, from that conference, and they did in San Francisco, St. Mary's, and and Gonzaga. So they got tested more during the regular season in conference than they do in, in a lot of years. And I think Gonzaga is going to be a big player in this tournament. Uh, in the second game in this uh, region, I've got Memphis, Playing pretty good basketball on Penny Hardaway this second half of the season. What I'm going to do is go through this first uh, round of this first uh, bracket, which is the uh, West, by the way. Um, And then I'll come back and look at your comments. Um, So, again, I think uh, Penny Hardaway is doing a really good job here. They beat Virginia Tech, Alabama, and uh, and Houston twice, all tournament teams. Houston, again, I think is one of the more overrated teams. Even though I like Calvin Sampson, I like the job they've done. He did a great job getting to the Final Four last year. I don't think he's got any chance. I will take UConn over New Mexico State in the first round. Danny Hurley's done a really good job there. Um, And I think there's no way you're going to see an upset here, although 12-5 is a good spot to look for upsets. I've got a few. That's just not one of them. Arkansas against Vermont. Let me just go back here and see how I'm doing. I think I'm in all right. Hopefully you guys are seeing this good. I can I can't see your bracket, Rick. I can see my bracket. This is my bracket in the in the TGI Sports Stock, uh, and we could make a change on we could make some changes on the fly here. I don't know. Arkansas and Vermont. Everybody knows how much I talked up Arkansas the last month of the season. They they took a step backwards, maybe a little bit in the in the tournament, and uh, getting killed by Texas A and M. Um, and losing uh, close games in, in the, in the uh, to Tennessee. Well, that's not a bad loss at Tennessee as well as Tennessee's playing. Arkansas's got to put the ball in the basket. Right now, I don't have them getting by Gonzaga because I don't I don't see how they can. And Vermont, they got to be careful with this Vermont team. Vermont's really got a very good team. And if Arkansas you know gets into a plotting uh, half court game with Vermont, Arkansas's problems putting the ball in the basket could come at, bite them in the butt here, but I do have them getting by uh, Vermont, Alabama, Rutgers. I like I like Rutgers to win this game against uh, Notre Dame tonight and to beat Alabama in that uh, first round game. Alabama played better at the end of the season, but they were pretty much up and down. And I just I, I like Rutgers, and I think Rutgers has got a little bit more momentum uh, going forward uh texas tech i I think will beat montana state texas tech is a 30 seed and i've got them going to the elite eight as you can see against gonzaga um not much more to say there i've got davidson davidson i'm gonna get to the sweet 16 here guys i like them beating michigan state and beating duke they've done a really good job this year in the a10 lost to a red hot richmond team in the final but this is a this is a, a tough team. Bob McKillop's been here before. He got here with Steph Curry and got to an Elite Eight game, uh, gosh, a dozen years ago. I, I'm not even sure how long ago. I'm going to say a dozen years ago. So he's been in this spot. He's got a veteran team, and they they play really good. They they lead um, – you know, they got some good guard play. And I just think Davidson – I hate to see Coach K go out in the first round in his last tournament. Well, he won't go out in the first round, sorry. The first weekend in his last tournament, but I think it's bound to happen. And I think Duke will win that first round game. So let me peek back here. If you guys got some comments, I will follow you. So as I said, Rick, you can – I'm on my – if you do, you might have to go to KFC for dinner tonight. I'm not sure. Oh. Should tell my wife that nature <laughs> Nature's a real misogynist. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. I will not say that to my wife tonight, John. But thank you for that. Tennessee or Arkansas will win it, or Kansas will win it all. Sorry, I wasn't reading very well there. Tennessee's the most complete team I've seen all season, and Kansas has just a ridiculous easy path to the Final Four. Agree. To a point. You'll see where we'll see where we disagree here in a second, uh, John. So let me continue with this bracket. Back up to the top, Gonzaga. I like over Memphis. Again, Memphis I think has played well, but I think Gonzaga is just on a mission this year. I think Mark Few is going to get his championship this year and we will carry this through. We'll see. I do like Arkansas to beat Connecticut and Danny Hurley. Uh, it's going to be a tight game. Again, Arkansas has got the athletics uh, athleticism to, to go past Gonzaga. I don't think they will because of their problems putting the ball in the basket, but we'll see. Texas Tech, I will uh, take over the Rutgers Notre Dame winner, which I do say will be Rutgers. And I do like, as I said, Davidson with the big upset over Duke to get to the Sweet 16. And then the rest of this bracket, Gonzaga and Arkansas, going to be a battle. I wavered. I had Arkansas getting to the final, as you did, John, against Tennessee, actually. And I still might change this bracket up before tomorrow. I don't know. Right now, I've got Gonzaga beating my dark horse, Arkansas, in the Sweet 16, and Texas Tech beating the, uh, the Cinderella Davidson team to get to the, the uh, Elite Eight. And I will take Gonzaga to win this region and go to the Final Four. So, guys, comments? Alan's bracket's done. John, go to uh, if you go to TGI Sports Talk on, uh, you know what? Maybe I'll put the link up here. What do you think? Should I do that, guys? Anybody watching the show tonight, if you want to go to TGI Sports Talks. Uh, oh, where am I? Let's see if I can do this or not. Bear with me while I try to get this link into, where the heck did I put it, Rick? Maybe I should go to our chat. Okay, let's see if I can just copy this. Rick, we got to get Kenny. Kenny has not completed his. This is showing incomplete. I don't know why. Um, Let's just see if I can put this in the uh, comments here. So I think if that came out as a hyperlink, anybody in the show tonight can follow this and and get in our bracket challenge, the TGI Sports Talk bracket challenge. Tell me if that link works and takes you to the page. You you might have to register with CBS to do it, uh, but I would suggest that you do so now. All right. So anyway, let's go down to the east. Let's go to the east, shall we? Baylor. Over Norf- Norfolk State, Baylor shouldn't have any problem here. Even with their injuries, um, you know, Baylor got off to a 15-0 start. And when the injuries set in, they did play better at the end of the year. But, you know, I don't think Norfolk State's obviously going to give them any trouble. And I think Baylor will win a couple games. But I've got Baylor getting beat by the uh, one of the other Cinderellas here, St. Mary's in the Sweet 16, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Carolina and Marquette. I like Marquette. Uh, Shaka Smart's done a good job in his first year here. Off to a bad start. Kind of finished with a little bit of a thud, but really hot in the middle. Very interesting matchup here. 45 years ago this year, Marquette won their only national championship with a great Al McGuire and great friend of the show, Butch Lee, um, and beat North Carolina in nineteen seventy 1970, in the 1977 NCAA championship. So an interesting, and I don't believe they've played since, Um, at least not in the tournament. Maybe they've played. So I do like Marquette to win that game, but I think it's a nice little, uh, I think it's a nice little twist that they're playing. Uh, St. Mary's. I do like over Indiana who won last night, won the play-in game over Wyoming. I liked Wyoming last night, actually. Um, And Indiana does get into the the field uh, as it were. And I do like St. Mary's, who's beaten Gonzaga this year, has beaten some other tournament teams. I believe they got four quad one wins. Um, I think they'll uh, take out Indiana and upset UCLA in a very hard-fought game in the second round. I will take UCLA UCLA over Akron. <coughs> now, I did say, excuse me. Oh, Guys, Oh, sorry, I'm a little sore. Anyway, uh, where was I? I did say UCLA was playing better, and I think they are, and I thought they could do some damage in this tournament. I think St. Mary's is just a bad matchup for this UCLA team. And uh it, again, that's why this is why we play the games, but um, if UCLA were to get by St. Mary's, it's possible they could get a walk to the Final Four, but I think St. Mary's gonna win this game, and I do think I got Purdue coming out of this uh this uh, region uh texas i have them losing in round one i said they were one of the most overrated teams in my mind in this tournament uh along with some others which we'll t- touch on in a second um i just feel the big 12 was a bit i don't know i don't want to say overrated it's very hard to say overrated uh, but some of these teams, I just don't think, are going to be tournament tested. And I think Virginia Tech is on a great, great roll. And I think they're going to win this first-round game against Texas. Uh, on uh, I think they play on uh, Friday. Does that when this? Uh, this one doesn't tell me. Um, Purdue over Yale. You know, everybody always wants to root for the Ivy League team, but uh, I do not think Yale's going to have much of a chance against Purdue. Purdue's playing good basketball again. Lost uh, to Iowa in the Big Ten Championship on Sunday. I do like Iowa to go quite a ways, as you'll see in this, uh, as we review this bracket. Uh, But I think Purdue beats uh, Yale here, and I do think Purdue gets to the Final Four, by the way. Murray State over San Francisco. This is a pretty even matchup. I like San Francisco. The Dons have had have been resurgent this year. Um, this was a team that years ago was a, was a power when Bill Russell was there, and we're talking about you know seventy years ago now almost. Uh, but this was a powerhouse team at one point, who's really hasn't been to the tournament a lot in the last you know four decades. Uh, but this is a team that played very well and got. The, the third bid out of uh, the West Coast Conference. And I do think they'll have a give Murray State a tough time. It's a really good Murray State team, but I think Murray State wins and goes on to play Kentucky, whose son, oh, by the way, who's playing uh, St. Peter's, and uh, we've mentioned Butch Lee, uh, great friend of TGI Sports Talk and one of the great interviews I've had. Um, and I've had him on a couple of shows. Uh, I had him on a tournament show last year. Um his son, Matthew, is uh, a starting guard with the St. Peter's uh, team. So we'll root for them to shock the world. I do not think it'll happen. I do think Kentucky will win that game. Oh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, message Ken. I'm not sure what he doesn't have done, uh, Rick, but uh, it, it could be simple as he didn't put in a, a final uh, total score. I don't know. Um, my brackets are always wildly wrong. Well, that's why it's fun. Sal, good evening, Sal. Good to see you tonight. What about Vir- uh, Vir- Virginia Tech or is that Vermont? I guess that's Vermont. Um, They spoiled North Carolina Duke. Uh They spoiled the North Carolina Duke ACC championship matchup. You're talking about uh, Virginia Tech, right? <laughs> I thought it was Vermont because I do think VT is the abbreviation for Vermont. So I got confused. Um, I do like Virginia Tech to win the first-round game, as I said, but I think they will go down in the second round. But nobody's playing better. Uh, Vermont is no spoiler. Vermont will have a fighting, ch- a puncher's chance here in this game against Arkansas in the first round, uh, Carlos, but I do not think they will win the game. I do have Arkansas winning that game myself. Um, Carlos has got Purdue against Tennessee. I've got Gonzaga against Tennessee, unless I can talk myself into getting back on my Razorbacks. That's football you're thinking of where the Big 12 is (laughs) over. And, John, your SEC elitism is coming through. Rick, with the update on the uh, first four game, Wright State up 44-42 at the half over Bryant. Thank you for that update, Rick. And let's get back to our bracket. All right. Where was I? We are in the East in the second round. Baylor and Marquette. I do like Baylor. Uh, I think they're just too talented and Marquette too up and down to, to be able to pick this. Again, Shaka Smart's done a good job here in his first year, but I do not think they got the talent to get by Baylor in this game. Although, I will say that a different Cinderella will have a chance to beat Baylor in the next round. I do like St. Mary's, as I said, in a very, very hard-fought b- battle. They're they, they going to give UCLA all they can handle. This will be a low-scoring affair, likely. And St. Mary's is one of the best teams in the country controlling the pace of the game. And when they can control the pace of the game, they got a great chance to win. And I think that's why St. Mary's will beat Indiana, why they will beat UCLA, and they will get to the Elite Eight. I'm sorry, they will beat Baylor as well and get to the Elite Eight, the regional final against Purdue. I do have Purdue beating Virginia Tech. Uh, Sal, you talked about Virginia Tech being a spoiler here. It's possible Virginia Tech is as hot as any team in the country right now. Could knock Purdue out because of Purdue's issues uh, on defense, but I do think Purdue will win this game myself. And I do have Kentucky beating Murray State, but do not rule out a shocker here as well. Oh, man, my insides are killing me, guys. Um, And then I've got uh, Purdue over Kentucky, which would be a really good basketball game if that were to hook up. And I do have St. Mary's over Baylor, which gives us a regional final of St. Mary's against Purdue. And I do like Purdue to get to the final four for the first time since 1980. That's two brackets down. We'll talk some more. What do you guys got here? How is Big Ten champ Iowa number five? We're going to get their seed. I agree. I had a couple seating seeding problems I talked about earlier. Um, Sal, that's one of them I, I should have touched on. I've got Iowa going to the final four, I believe. Um Fran McCaffrey's done a great job with his team, especially in the second half. They've been red hot. Uh, they've got two the twin brothers. Uh, oh gosh, what are their names? Uh, help me out, Murray. I think the Murray twins. I'm I'm having a little brain fart here right now. Um, it'll come to me before I before we get there. But uh, Fran coaching the, uh, the twins. The one of is a great great player. Gosh, why isn't that coming to me? Oh, help me out. Let me find it before I move on because it's driving me nuts here. Uh, Bear with me one second here, guys. I know I'll find it. Uh, I'm just not finding it. I'll find it before we move on. Anyway, Fran McCaffrey's done a great job. That team's playing great basketball. They play several uh, tough defenses. Uh, They've They've got some guys that can put the ball in the in the in the in the hoop, and uh, he's coaching two of his sons, which is always fun. And I think Iowa will make a run through this tournament. Arkansas beats Baylor, and Auburn beats TCU. Uh, Arkansas would have to play Baylor in the Final Four, right? Arkansas wins it all. You're on my Arkansas pick, but I'm here I am bailing a little bit. Remember, though, if I bail and don't pick Arkansas in this pool, I do have 100 to win 8,000 on Arkansas from about six weeks ago. Six weeks ago, I made that pick. Iowa, six great players, no depth. Well... I think they've got some depth, um, and they did uh, – you know what? You you can't win a tournament like the Big Ten tournament, four-day gauntlet without some kind of depth. You just can't do it. Arkansas over Purdue in one bracket. Keegan and Chris Murray, thank you very much. I knew it was the Murray's – Keegan Murray is just amazing. Great player, great player. And uh, these this is why I think I was got a very good team. Thank you for bailing me out there. We'll see. I mean, I like that you know, that value they went down gosh, it's I they were down to four thousand. They're going to be less than that now because obviously the, the, the seating set set. I think it went down as low as 3,500 um, a couple weeks after I made that bet. So I'm very happy that that team has uh, played as well as they have. I don't like the way they went out against Texas A&M. I don't like the trouble his team has putting the ball in the basket, uh, but we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. So back to the bracket. All right, we're going to go back, guys, to the south. The south. <laughs> Arizona. Against the winner of this Great State Bryant game tonight, do not think Arizona will have any problem. Arizona's had a really good season all this all year. They played very, very well. I don't think there's going to be any hiccup here in round one. Um, I'll have a tough matchup, I think, against TCU in round two, but I do think they'll get by that as well, and we'll touch on that in a second. I do like TCU to beat Seton Hall in the 9-8 game. Houston. The next team that I said was very overrated in this tournament. I see them going out against number 12 UAB in the first round. We'll see. (laughs) Illinois over Chattanooga. Carlos, I'm I'm guessing you probably took Chattanooga over Illinois here. I'd like Bruce Underwood's uh, team to get to the Sweet 16. And, uh, you know, they've underperformed a little bit this year. Uh, The four seed, probably generous for them right now, but I do like them to win here. Michigan over Colorado State. I like Michigan, but do not discount Colorado State. Do not discount these teams from the Mountain West. I think all of them will have a chance to win, and I, I may have none of them winning in the first round, but they could all win in the first round. Tennessee, number three, another travesty, as I said earlier. I could see Tennessee being a number one seed and Baylor being out, to be honest with you. I definitely could see them being a number two over almost any of those teams that are number twos. So Sal's right about Iowa seeding, which we'll get to in a second. But Tennessee should not be a three either. They should be at least a two, if not a one. And they'll win easily over first-time NCAA tournament participant Longwood. Ohio State, another one of my overrated teams. I think loyal Chicago, after stumbling a bit, uh, I think Sister Jean has got her uh, uh, sneakers laced up at 103 years old, and she's ready to lead the Ramblers to another first-round win here in the NCAA tournament. Do I think they're going to make another Final Four run? I do not. I did have a version of this bracket where I've changed this a couple times. I did have them beating Villanova. Then I had Villanova beating them right now, but – Maybe we'll switch that up. And again, I have Villanova over Delaware uh, as well. Delaware, with uh, we're speaking about a couple of games where the some uh, uh, legacy players, uh, Jameer Nelson Jr. or the third, I can't remember now. Jameer Nelson's uh, son, who played at the at St. Joe's, I'm sure Sal is uh, familiar with uh, their run in 2004. I think. Uh, losing on a last-second shot. Jameer Nelson missed against hmm, Oklahoma State, I think. Sal, you can help me out if I'm wrong. Uh, But that team uh, lost two games all year long. They lost in the A-10 tournament. Uh, They were undefeated uh, going into that tournament. They came into the NCAA tournament, uh, one of the top seeds, with one loss. They made it to the uh, um, Elite Eight. Last second shot from Jameer Nelson away from getting into the final four would have been a great story. Uh and Delaware has Jameer Nelson either junior or the third. I'm not remembering uh which one that is. So a couple of quick points here as we uh look at uh we'll go there. Well, we'll see, Sal. <laughs> I gotta have the courage, my conviction, I can't I guess I'll back it up with Gonzaga in my uh, brackets. <laughs> yes, TCU beats Seton Hall. I think TCU goes out in the next round. Chattanooga, I knew you'd have Chattanooga over Illinois. I think Illinois and Bruce Underwood are going to uh, play a couple of really good basketball games here before they go out. OSU, way overrated, agree. Loyola will beat them. Villanova 15-0 and versus Delaware Lifetime. Good stat there, uh, uh Sal. Makes Villanova a pretty good pick here. Delaware French Hen, home of Joe Flacco. Oh, you Jet fans. (laughs) Villanova has some holes in their game, but they got some good guard play, man. That guard play is so important in this tournament. Good guard play, veteran leadership. And guess what? Villanova's got a veteran team. That's what wins in these tournaments. Good guard play, veteran leadership. Good coaching. Villanova's got that in spades. All right, back to the back to it. Second round. As I said, Arizona will get over that pesky TCU. I think that'll be a tough game, but I do think Arizona will get by them. I like UAB. I'm sorry, I like Illinois to beat upstart UAB. Maybe another tough out, but I like Illinois to get to the sweet 16. I've got Tennessee rolling over Michigan. And I've got Villanova beating Loyola of Chicago. In the Sweet 16 games, I've got Arizona. I'm sorry, I got Illinois beating Arizona. Look at that. Illinois, number four seed. Bruce Underwood gets on a roll, beats the number one seed, Arizona Wildcats, to get to the Elite Eight. And Tennessee continues their role by dismantling Villanova. I don't think they'll dismantle them. But I think this will be a great game, by the way. This may be one of the great games in a tournament, uh, Tennessee versus Villanova, to get again to the regional final. And I will take the Tennessee volunteers of Rick Burns, who deserve much better than the three seed, to get to the final four. That's our third region of the night. Let's catch up on a couple. Let me remove this for a second. I'll put it back up in a minute. Uh, I thought thought we had a couple comments. I guess I covered all these comments. Jay Wright should uh, play. He looks like he can. (laughs) You know, Jay Wright, I saw an interview the other night. Jay Wright's always been, I thought, looked like he was never going to age. He actually was looking old the other night and worn out a little bit. Uh, not sure about Jamal's buzzer beater, but Delaware lost. Uh, I found a Delaware lost not more than, uh, not than two games. I'm not sure. Not sure about Jamal's. I thought you might know that one uh, being a Philly guy, Sal. Um, Phil Martelli. What I think Phil Martelli, won of the underrated coaches in the NCAA, uh, uh, through the years in NCAA, they've run tons of them, right? But I think uh, Phil Martelli is one of the most underrated coaches uh, around. So we'll go back to the bracket, and we'll jump to the final region, the Midwest. Kansas and Bill Self, right in the ship. They've, they they kind of had an up and down season they really had a really good season, but they had a couple of little starts and stops. They lost to the TCU, almost lost to TCU twice in about a four-day period near the end of the season before the tournament. But they righted themselves um, and, and got that number one seed in the Midwest, and rightfully so. I can't take number one seed away from Kansas. Baylor's the only one that I would maybe have a little gripe with, but they should handle Texas Southern easily. Uh, I will take Creighton. Over San Diego State, Creighton's playing a lot better. Uh, the Big East is a lot better than it's been, I think, uh, and getting better. Not, never going to be what they were in their heyday when there was a real Big East, you know, when Syracuse was there and BC was there, and and yeah, uh, you know, there was just it was just a great, great league. If you have and if you haven't watched Requiem for a bit, the Big East, I think, was the name of it. It's a thirty for thirty with ESPN. Go watch it. It's about the birth of the Big East, and you will never watch a better uh, sports documentary than this one. Iowa, who Sal and I talked about, I think it's travesty. They're a a five. They should be a three. They should be at least where Tennessee is. Where would they end up ranked? Not that the rankings are everything. I do understand. Well, according to this, I mean, they would end up 16, which would make them a four but Iowa's one of the hottest teams in the country right now. I would have honestly made Iowa a three seed in this tournament. They'll beat Richmond, who's an upstart and has been in this position in a tournament before and had some big upsets. But I think, excuse me, Richmond will fall to Iowa, and I think Iowa will make it all the way to the Final Four. Providence should have no problem with South Dakota State. Sorry. I made a mistake there. Let's fix that. Um. Actually, no. I take that back. I had. No, I don't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes here. Providence will beat South Dakota State. South Dakota State will give them a, uh, a. They'll give them a run here, I think. South Dakota State. Providence has played a lot of close games. Having those, having that track record in close games will serve Providence well potentially in this tournament, but I don't think Providence is going very far. I think one of the reasons I had South Dakota State is one thing I like to do in these tournaments sometimes, guys, is if I don't think a team's going to win more than one game, I'll have them lose in the first round to a, a higher seed. Um, but I do think Providence will get by here. LSU, we talked about. Iowa State, another one of my most overrated teams in the, in the uh, tournament. I do not think Iowa State belongs in this tournament over Texas a and I don't think they belong in this tournament over SMU. I don't think they belong in this tournament over Wake Forest. Now, those teams all did things to cause themselves to be out. But I'm not a big believer in this Iowa State team. I don't believe the teams 7-11, four games under five hundred in their conference, should be in the NCAA tournament. And I think LSU is going to get some a breath of fresh air here with Will Wade finally gone, even with the NCAA allegations still hanging over him. And this this organization was just a cesspool. Now, uh, uh, John DeLon, you can comment on this, and we'll get into it maybe uh, tonight or on another show, but just a cesspool going on up there under Will Wade. And these allegations go back three, four years. And again, this is part of, this isn't just the NCAA, this is the FBI investigating these teams. Wisconsin and Colgate. Colgate could have a puncher's chance here. Wisconsin, uh, again, this is a team that I may not have had a three. I might have had Iowa in this spot where where uh, Wisconsin is. Uh, but I do have, like, Wisconsin winning a couple games. Once they uh, do get past Colgate, I think they'll get past uh, LSU as well, which we'll talk about in the second. I do have Miami of Florida upsetting USC. USC's, again, they're one of the overrated teams in this in this tournament i think as well um pac-12 not good this year ucla and uh, arizona are really made that league top heavy three bids from the pac-12 very 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 poor showing by the pac-12 this year and auburn lastly who again i don't know how they're a number two seed over tennessee but they'll be jacksonville state i think handily Let's get back, see if you guys have some comments. And I will go back to the like bracket in just a second. Here's our boy Dan Harris. Hi, Dan. How are you? Yes, everyone, remember to like and share TGI Sports Talk. Please, guys, invite your friends to again. If you don't know how to go to TGI Sports Talks page and invite your friends, we can have a tutorial here. Maybe I'll do it tonight. Um, we'll have a little tutorial on how to invite your friends to the uh, to the page. Invite every friend you have on Facebook to the page. Nobody's going to get mad at you. Absolutely, Juwan better watch his back, right, at Michigan. I agree. Michigan. Wade didn't do anything to any of the other big boys. School. Well, again, I don't think that really is much of a defense, though, John, is it? Rick Pitino gets fired. Um, Sean Miller end up getting fired, chased out of town in Arizona for for the same type of allegations. You know, I, I I'm not going to, and you can't tell. I I just can't use that as a defense. I mean, all of these guys. I don't care if it's Bill Self. I don't care who we're talking about. If they're dirty, and don't tell me all these guys are doing it. Coach K doesn't do, doesn't cheat this way. There are guys who run clean programs and win. Will Wade didn't run a clean program and didn't win. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> oh, let's get to the rest of this bracket. Kansas will beat Creighton. I know that uh I think John, I think it was you John Delon who said Kansas had a cakewalk to the uh to the final four. I don't think they do. I think Iowa is gonna have uh is gonna beat Kansas in that uh sweet sixteen game. Uh we're gonna have Iowa beat Providence. We're gonna take Wisconsin over LSU. We're gonna take Auburn over Wisconsin. So we got pretty much chalk here, but we'll take Wisconsin to beat Auburn in the uh, Sweet 16, and I said Iowa over Kansas, and I've got Iowa over Wisconsin to make your final four. Gonzaga, Purdue, Tennessee, and Iowa. I did have a, another version of this that had three SEC teams in this, uh, which you would probably like, John. DeLon, one of ones at LSU. <laughs> it was Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee. Oh, I was Arkansas, Kentucky, and uh, Tennessee. I had in the Final Four, and, and when I first did this p- bracket, and kinda, I kind of, I kind of got off Kentucky, and I'm having trouble uh, backing Arkansas, <laughs> like I did with my hundred dollars. So that would bring us to Gonzaga over Purdue. I just think Gonzaga's Mark – I think Mark Few's got it going. I think Mark Few is ready to get this team over the hump. I think – I think he learned a lot last year. I think this team has now been to two finals and not been able to get over the hump. And I think it's time that Mark Few gets the monkey off his back. He'll not only win this game against Purdue in the semifinals, but he will beat the red-hot volunteers of Tennessee – and Rick Marnes in the final. And that will be your final championship team. Gonzaga Bulldogs of the West Coast Conference. I don't know. So how's that match up? What do you guys got? Alan, I think I saw your final four. John, if you want to give me your final four, or fill out a bracket, feel free. I put the link up there. Um. Who else is here with us tonight? Sal, you want to give me your final four? Throw it out there. Please go fill out a bracket and have some fun. Oh, hang on. No, I, we'll get to your we'll get to this here in a second. <clears throat> four to six brackets are done. Perfectly valid defense. It's not a valid defense to say that everybody's crooked, so I can be two. They all should be fired, John. Carlos, that's that's kind of one of your defenses, and that kind of an after coaches, but it, it, it's kind of the logic that, that I, get in the, I get in the hot water with with Carlos because that's not a valid. I guess I shouldn't really lump you in here, Carlos. So I apologize. But just because <laughs> they're just making an, an example of LSU so they look like they're actually useful in policing the schools properly. They fired Sean Miller at Arizona. They fired um, Rick Pitino at Louisville. That was all wrapped up in the same cesspool of a scandal. There's, there's, there's a spider web of, of this going all all through the country. Now, some guys survived, like Bill Self survived. Don't tell me that he's the scapegoat. And Rick Pitino had more going on than just this. I mean, again, the FBI is involved. If the FBI is investigating your your program, the head coach can't survive. How Bill self-survived is beyond me. Oh, let's see. We can talk more about that, though. Mine's probably the most wild. (laughs) I don't remember what it was. Put it up again. My mom... Not putting up with that mess at Arizona. Derek Vandermeer. Not putting up with that mess at Arizona. Well, you know what? Um, Hang on here a second, Carlos. Let me uh, take a look at something. If I'm not mistaken. Hold on, sorry. Oh, let me see something. There is uh, Arizona Wildcats. Tommy Lloyd. I'm trying to think of Tommy Lloyd's name. He is a Mark Few disciple, I believe. And there's another guy, Mark Few. You, I, I, another guy running a clean program. All right, John, fill that out. Get LSU in the final. We'll try to get Will Wade another job while you're out. Don't take offense, Um, yeah, Will. Don't take offense, John. I just like to – I get fired up. Get in there. Final four, as they said before, Baylor, TCU, Auburn, and Arkansas. That's a wild final. Two Big 12 and two SEC teams. If TCU gets there, you got something going. I mean, Auburn, Baylor, and Arkansas, I guess I could make arguments for getting to this final four. I'm just not sure about – TCU, I can make any argument that they're going to get that far. NCAA doesn't police. Uh, they let school. NCAA doesn't police. Well, they do. They level sanctions against schools, Carlos. So they do police. Um, they do some policing. When t- when, t- when schools get placed on probation, it's done by the NCAA. And you don't see a ton of schools self reporting, by the way. And by the way, it was the NCAA that made uh, the formal uh, letter of allegations, uh, uh, delivered the letter of allegations to LSU that ended up getting Will Wade fired. So the NCAA does do some policing. Oh, John, somebody obviously didn't let. (laughs) I did see the movie Blue Chips, and it's a movie. Great movie, by the way. I think it's a great movie, and I did see that. But again, I'm not going to say I can't say every coach. You know, I didn't even change. We're in the banners. I didn't even, I didn't even change my banner for this. Oh, just not feeling well. No, I disagree, Carlos. They uh, they don't uphold mandates. They put down mandates and they police them. Who do you think who do you think puts teams on probation? You think schools put themselves on probation? You think every school self-reports? Come on. That ain't happening. Uh oh, we'll put up a little different banner right now. Maybe the coaching carousel is what we'll do here. News and notes, sleepers. Where's my uh, coaching carousel? Since that's what we're talking about here. We'll jump into this a little bit. Um <laughs> LSU losing in the first round. I had to take him because I couldn't I, if L, if I state wins, I'm gonna have to listen to Alan talk about the big twelve. Oh uh, thank you uh, Alan. I may still switch this bracket. I may I still may I still may have a moment of of clarity and be able to go back and put, the very first time I did this, I had Arkansas winning. I also had Kentucky in the final four. Oh my God. Blue chips might be a composite of many, many cautionary tales in college basketball, but it's not based on one university and and one coach, I mean, if it's based on a true story, then who's the true story, Carlos? Because I don't think it is. Now, if you want to tell me it's a composite of many, many dirty programs in NCAA basketball, I'll buy that. But I'm not going to buy that. It's based on one, one program. <clears throat> According to Shaq, a lot of movies was based on his personal experiences and stories. That well, that's funny. Where would you go to school, John? <laughs> oh my gosh! Wasn't Shaq famous for when he got to the NBA, saying he'd won on every level except uh, high school and college? <laughs> oh boy. Again, I think, yes, a lot of that stuff in that movie definitely happened. I mean, you had everything in that movie. You had recruiting violations. You had the, 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 the you know, you had the, uh, the, the, the boosters, the dirty, smelly boosters. You had point shaving. You had it, no one university has been accused of all those things in one single season. Well, there you go. That's what I said. It's a composite of stories from. Uh, well, no, I agree. It's a. I, I don't look at. It is a movie, and every single movie takes liberties, and blows things out of proportion. Do I think there's basis? There's basis in fact, and again, a composite of issues throughout college basketball. Yes. I don't think it's based on. <laughs> IMBD. Well, if IMBD says it, it's got to be true, Carlos, because they're my go to. Oh, this is your uh, said to be based in a curve, Tate's Lock, who never won anything. I got to look this up. Tate's, you know what? Tate's Lock, by the way, was never won anything. In in college, he never won anything in the NBA. I believe he coached the Braves, Buffalo Braves. He never certainly never won at Clemson. So already they're way off base because this was supposed to be a multiple and NCAA champion co- championship coach that um, Nick Nolte was playing and played it very well, by the way. Oh, God. Oh, Carl has his own fan club. <laughs> oh, my God. What else we got going on? Let's take a look. Since we're talking about coaches, let's take a quick look at some of the coaches that have come and gone or gone and some of the positions that need to be filled so far. In the American East, they fired and some of these got new coaches. Don't some don't? The American East, Maine fired uh, Richard Barron. They just parted well. He didn't get fired. They parted ways. Uh, East Carolina in the is uh, uh, how, uh oh this is in the AAC the American Conference the American Athletic Conference the one that uh, that uh, my friend Alan says just say American. <laughs> East Carolina fired Jim Dooley. Tulsa fired Frank Haith he resigned. Sorry. Duke. We all know Mike Krzyzewski's retiring. John Shire, former player, uh, will take over. Bit of controversy here in John Shire. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Um, getting this job because um, Tommy Immaker at Harvard, who's coached at Michigan, who's coached at Seton Hall, um wanted to have a chance for this job. And Coach K basically called him and said, don't bother, Tommy. I don't think you're the right guy. Louisville, Chris Mack had to resign in disgrace. Uh, Some allegations there to, I guess, John DeLon's point. (laughs) Florida Gulf State uh, fired Michael Fly and Pat Chambers is the new coach there. The A-10, George Washington, former Siena coach, uh, Jamie and Christian, uh, Christian, who coached in Siena one year and then hightailed it for George Washington and a bigger deal, got himself fired after about three years. So I guess Siena made out well there, as they've done well without Coach Christian. Rhode Island fired David Fox. UMass fired Matt McCall, uh, all with no replacements yet. So the A-10 looking for a bunch of coaches. Kansas State, Bruce Weber, longtime coach at Kansas State. Before that, he was at Illinois. uh, Had a really good run in Illinois, got Illinois to a Final Four. Uh, He resigned after uh, middling success at Kansas State and really none in the last uh, bunch of years. Uh, What else we got? The big sky, Sacramento State. Brandon Laird was the interim. He's the interim coach. He's been let go. Uh, High Point in the Big South, Tubby Smith was the head coach there, believe it or not. Tubby Smith, uh, who's had a great career winning a, a national championship at Kentucky, coaching at Tulsa, uh, Georgia, Kentucky, Minnesota. I'm um, probably missing some schools that he coached at. He's been replaced by J.J. Smith, his son. Big Ten, Maryland fired Mark Turgeon. A lot of rumors around the Maryland job and a lot of rumors, uh, sw- some of those rumors swirling around uh, uh, coaches like Rick Pitino at Iona, who said he's not leaving, but you can't believe uh, anything that comes out of Rick Pitino's mouth. Um, and I do hope Rick Pitino stays at Iona because he's got a chance to build something there. Um, USC coach, who used to coach at Florida Gulf State when they got to the Sweet 16 a few years back. I can't think of his name now. I want to say Icorn. Uh, anyway, he signed a brand new extension, so he will not be going there. Maryland's a good job, but Maryland has has not really been um, relevant for quite some time in the Big Ten. Uh, In the Horizon League, Milwaukee fires Patrick Baldwin. Ball State fires, this is in the MAC. Ball State fires James Whitford. Western Michigan fires Clayton Bates. You know, what great turnover. (laughs) God, right? Illinois State and Missouri Valley fired Dan Mueller and hired Ryan uh, Padan. Patriot League, Lafayette fires Frano Hallahan. The SEC, huge amount of openings in the SEC. Mike White leaves Florida to go to Georgia, who had fired Tom Crean. Tom Crean did a great job at Marquette, got them to a Final Four. Gosh, again, over a decade ago, probably. Um, Moved on to Indiana, didn't do that well there, and moved on to Georgia, and this year really bottomed out with one win in the SEC. And Mike White takes his place. <clears throat> Will Wade, we just talked about, fired at LSU, even before they were able to play a game in the NCAA. And Missouri uh, moves on from uh, Quanzo Martin, who was a former coach at Tennessee, by the way. Uh, and South Carolina fired Frank, Frank Martin. I think Frank Martin was there roughly a decade, and he'd gotten South Carolina to the Final Four here a few years ago. Um, losing, I think, to Gonzaga in the semifinals when uh, Gonzaga lost to North Carolina. Uh, it, at the, the Citadel, they fired uh, Duggar Ocom. The Southland Conference, North uh, Western State, fires Mike McConathy, who retired. I'm sorry, he didn't fire. He retired. In the Summit League, Omaha. Well, it's hard to get these things straight. League straight. I think that's a summit. Omaha fires Darren Hansen. South Dakota fires Todd Lee, hires Eric Peterson. Alabama State, this is in the swack. Uh, Mo Williams left for Jackson State, uh, who fired Brett. Oh, I'm sorry. Wayne Brent retired. Uh, and Mississippi Valley State, Lindsey Hunter resigned. And uh, I, George Ivory gets that job. Out in the whack. Seattle had fired Jim Hayward, uh, Hayford a few weeks ago. Well, it says he resigned. I believe he was fired. And Chris Victor gets that job. And then San Diego's opened up with Sam Shaw. More to come, I'm sure. The coaching carousel in college basketball never seems to stop. What do we got here? Rest in peace, college basketball coaches. It's, you know, the, the coaching carousel never seems to stop in college basketball. And it's amazing. Um, you know, the pressure and the, and so it's, no, it's no wonder these guys cheat with the pressure they're on to win and win now and pretty much everywhere you go. I should start playing music during this bit next time. I'll get some, uh, I'll find some carousel music. Let's say, ah! maybe I should play that. Sarah McLaughlin was fired, yes, at uh, <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. What about Sarah McLaughlin? Patrick Ewing hanging on by a thread. It does appear he's going to come back. You know, again, I hate to, I hate to root against Patrick because you know he's he was a great player, great Nick, and certainly an institution at Georgetown. And and I know that Gene Smith, who's been on the show, uh, speaks very highly of Patrick. Played with him at Georgetown. And as a big supporter of his, as a lot of the alumni are, at least the ones that played with him. But I got to believe that 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 support among the alumni is getting, you know, a little thin now. Uh, Looks like uh, we have a ton of opportunities to be college coaches. You guys do have tons of opportunity. I would start low, though, Carlos. I wouldn't maybe shoot for, you know, Louisville right away or Duke. I might start at the Citadel if I were you. (laughs) It might last as long. You guys might last as long as some of these bums. You're right. Uh, Let's see. So lots. We covered lots tonight, guys, in a short period of time. And I did not have to take a break, which is maybe not good news, by the way. Because having a a, uh, break is very important to my recovery. (laughs) All right. What do you got here, John? John? Let me put up a new banner. John's got Texas Tech, Purdue, Tennessee, Kansas in the final four. That's a good final four. You know, look at, again, I can I can make an argument. All those teams can make it. I may still go back and put that. Uh, I, I'm still thinking about putting in that. <laughs> putting Arkansas in there. What do we got going on here? By the way, Wright State. Up 67-57 over Brian. Oh, let's see. Let's see if we got any other news. What other topics do you guys have tonight? We can go to college football, too, if you guys have some topics. We'll look at it quickly. I'm just going to, before we get out of college basketball, I'm going to look at some other notes going on. Um, money's pouring in on Duke to win the national championship and Coach K's last year. I have a big money looks like Louisville we were just talking about coaches this story uh Nick's assistant coach Kenny Payne looks to be the the uh, new choice at louisville good good hire i think by uh by Louisville he was the top assistant and the top recruiter for John cal Perry at Kentucky probably a good choice for the uh for the Louisville team Louisville looking to restore the luster there. It has not been there since, uh, certainly since Rick Bettino left. And Chris Mack, who had a really good run at Xavier. By the way, Xavier let their coach go today, too. That wasn't in the carousel. Um, we'll see that here in a second as well. I know I just realized that wasn't in there. But Kenny Kenny Payne, I think, is a really good choice. Uh, yeah, Travis Steele. Was let go. Interestingly enough, the night, the day after Xavier won a game in the NIT, uh, Travis Steele's let go as a as a Xavier uh, coach um, after they beat Cleveland State Tuesday night. Um, and I think they're playing. Are they they played Oklahoma. Who are they playing next? Um, not sure. Hmm. Anyway, you know he didn't he didn't make an NCAA tournament in his four years, and you're not going to make it long and these major schools, without making it at least to the NCAA tournament. Uh, Buzz Williams, we're talking about uh, Texas A&M's snub. Buzz uh, Buzz Williams, who who has been a coach at Marquette and Virginia Tech, uh, a very accomplished uh, head coach, um, really kind of blasted the uh, NCAA tournament committee uh, for not selecting uh, Texas a and saying it defies logic. We were completely devastated and heartbroken. Sad is the wrong word because it doesn't completely express the totality of our emotions. So, Buzz Williams, who's done a good job, really thinks they should be in the tournament. I do, too. I think they should be in over... Um, Indiana or Michigan one of them should have been out in Texas A&M should have been in as I said on Sunday's show. Uh John with Tennessee winning it all. SC... <laughs> oh my gosh. You know John you're a real SEC guy at least. At least. I got Carlos who's you know kind of a you know He's an SEC elitist from up north. I don't even know if that's legal, is it? No way Duke wins this year. They may be out early. I agree. I think, uh, Rick, you'll, you saw in my bracket, um, and I'll repeat it in case you didn't, I have Davidson beating Duke in the second round of this tournament. So very interesting news there. And the Big Ten lands three on the AP All-American team. See who we got there. Oh, let's see. How come they don't make this simpler to read here. Keegan Murray. Given Iowa first team all-American for the third straight year. Kofi Cockburn has made it two in a row for Illinois. Who else made it? Johnny Davis. Three players from the Big Ten make the AP All American team. Kentucky Big Man Oscar uh, Tashibwe. <laughs> and there's another one. And Kansas Guard Oche Ogabai. I'm going to get myself kicked off the air again. No dupe this year. Agreed. So there's your AP Players of the Year. AP First Team, I should say, All Americans. So that's all we got, college basketball wise, guys. You got nothing else for me. What do you got? Here we got HVCC Keith, 8, FMCC Rick Austin, Rick Austin, Pete Carlos, the coaches. Uh, at least I don't have to go far. I'll be, I'll be, it's, I'll be at my coaching spot in like ten minutes. John's got Duke losing to Tech in a Sweet Sixteen. And I have Duke going out to Davidson in the round of 32. Let's take a quick look while we're on it. And we can go back to basketball, guys, but just for the heck of it. Oh, let's see. Where's our Where's our football? Let's see if we got any news and notes in football today. Coaching carousel. Oh, I can't believe the door's got to get slammed. Sorry, guys. We have to end early because I may have to hit the mendrum. (laughs) Sorry to be so blunt. Uh, My surgery is now getting me very worn out. Anyway, I can't find my college football news and notes, so let's just take a quick look. Anything going on in the news of college football? I've had a hard time getting into college football since they, you know, blew up the damn playoff again, which seems ridiculous. Kirby Smart's talking about a lot of holes to fill after Georgia title run. I'm sure he'll do a fine job of that. Kirby Smart, one of the best recruiters in the the game. Texas A&M, John DeLon, as we know, has has what is called the best recruiting class in the country. Uh, Penn State, AD Barber announces his retirement. Michigan hires a, a first Big 10 grad assistant, female grad assistant at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh still uh, breaking all the breaking all the rules. Beating, he's such a barrier breaker, Jim Harbaugh. And uh the Auburn coach uh, Brian Harson is not bitter about internal inquiry. You know what? He he probably ought to be lucky he's got a job based on some of the things that have gone on at Auburn uh, since he arrived. Um, Not to mention the fact that uh, he lost about uh, four games in a row, I think, to finish the season, finish six and six. So anyway, guys, that's it. That's our NCAA show. Um, I've had fun. I would love, what do you got here? Texas A&M is going to go 9-3 and three next year because Jimbo Fisher is an idiot. You know, I don't disagree, John. Um, that awesome. I don't. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I don't disagree. Hang on one second, guys. Hang on. All right. I'm sorry if you get that background notice. I'm trying to do something about it, and I can't. Um, where was I? Oh, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher, year after year, has some of the best talent in the country and does the least with it. He's got. He's made more out of a run, one run uh, at, at Florida State, and he's made himself probably, I don't know now, $125 million off of that or whatever it is. But Jimbo Fisher... He's a good self-promoter. He's a good promoter for the school. The problem is he's also the coach at a football team, which does not bode well for them. So, um, What else, guys? Anything else before we wrap it up? I may wrap it up just a few minutes early just because I've got to get myself situated here. I do appreciate you guys coming in. I appreciate you guys bearing with me. John, thanks for participating. Carlos, Rick. Uh, Alan, of course. Uh, Sal, thank you for, for popping in, uh, as as you are want to do. Dan Harris, thank you for your little plug. Guys, go to, to TGI Sports Talk, like the page, follow the page, and invite all your friends. And next week, I'll show you how exactly to do that. But please, ask for nothing for all this wonderful entertainment. What do you got here? According to uh, Jacob Hester, who played for Jimbo, and Jimbo is offense coordinator at at LSU. Fisher is still running plays. He ran when he did I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Bulldogs. Going to be a lot of fun when the SEC comes around. We'll be diving more into college football right after the NCAA tournament is done. Guys, Keith Angle, TGI Sports Talk, right here on Northeast Streaming Sports. Get there, like the page, follow the page, share this page, invite your friends. Get your Roku devices. We'll be on Roku tomorrow with this show at noon. Guys, thanks for participating. As always, fill those brackets out. Let's have some fun. The fun starts tomorrow, a little afternoon. Keith Angle, TGI Sports Talk. I'll see you later. Bye bye.